infinity and beyond! No choice. Here comes the smolder. Some people are worth melting for. Wow. So great that gods would hang a picture of them in the stars. Float like a Cadillac, sting like a beaver. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Anyone can cook. again this week i think this is week three so thanks for staying along this long with my little hosting stint in here this week we're going to be breaking down main street usa so excited today we have mark with us and he is actually here and i am still hosting because we had a little he had a little hiccup it has a tooth issue so i am hosting again this week we'll see if i think this is the last week i'll be hosting for a while hopefully you guys have enjoyed my hosting I know I'm not as good as Mark, and you'll be happy to have him back, though. Yeah, get out but... of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, yeah, we've got Mark and I today. There's not much Disney news today other than that the um, Halloween tickets are officially on sale, I believe. That's about all I've got. I had a good day in the parks yesterday. Um, Ho- Hollywood Studios' birthday was yesterday, which I didn't even know until I was there. <laughs> but I showed up. And it was its birthday. There wasn't really anything happening for it. The wait times are actually really good and stuff um, throughout the day. But Thursday is coming. Do you know what Thursday is, Sydney? Um, no, I'm going to be real. I'm a little focused on getting through day to day. And for those of you who don't know, because I don't know if I said it or not, I am in the next two weeks. You're, this is the last week. I'll be on for a second because I'm going to be out of town and moving the next couple of weeks so um i have no idea what thursday is i've been way preoccupied well seeing as today's may 2nd i think oh. that we just lost a ton of followers and listeners once he said I you had no idea what day it was. <laughs> so i don't know what day it was you know how long it's been since i've had to write the date on something well i'm gonna try at least to a month <laughs> i'm gonna try to get over to hollywood studios on thursday night um depending on how my mouth is feeling um and (laughs) get over there and try to get some star wars content may the 4th they got some really cool stuff planned throughout the day and even into the evening so i'm gonna try to go over there after work and get some content for y'all but that's what's coming up okay no dub i can like i said i have no idea what the day is i know what day the 31st is this month i would have had to back my way through the rest of the month and I know, nope, that's about it. I forgot we were in May. But yeah, oh, May the 4th, that'll be awesome. I'm sure we'll have some fun Star Wars content up on Instagram from Mark. And I know I'll be throwing a couple things up that I've been saving, I think. So I'm super excited for that. But I think that's all we've got today. And without further ado, we'll hop on over Main Street USA, the classic, the all wonderful. You walk straight in. And you get to look at the beautiful Hobbs Cinderella Castle and all of its glory. Oh, it's amazing. I love Main Street USA. So I'll start out kind of with just a little bit of background about Main Street USA. Is one of the Imagineers, Harper Goff, actually modeled it after Fort Collins, Colorado. So Disneyland was modeled after Walt Disney's hometown. 
and Disney World was modeled after Fort Collins, Colorado, which I have been to, and I do see the resemblance. I absolutely love just the whole vibe of when you go into Main Street. It's almost like the whole thing is a show. You know, like you're immediately immersed into that classic old school, you know, 1950s, 60s, whatever old town. You have the trolley cars going down. You have that, like the whole smell of popcorn, you know, in the air. Like Main Street has a smell. And you have the Dapper Dance. The whole way. The, um, there's a piano playing. There's always some, almost always seems to be some type of show happening on Main Street as well. And you got so many, just there's a lot of good foods and shopping. And it's just kind of that old town. But you have the magic of the castle in front of you. That's why I'm like, Main Street is almost like its own show. It's like the whole thing is an attraction. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as you walk right down the middle of Main Street, USA, you've got the castle at the end with the castle show. You've got amazing, so many amazing views of the parades and the cavalcades that come through. You have Dapper Dance. You have the show or the national anthem and things where they do the flag in the middle there. You've got, oh goodness, I feel like there's more. You also have the vehicles that go down, the horse, the horse-drawn carriages. Oh. And then, so as you walk in, you also walk past, yeah, Festival of Fantasy ends there. Um, I'm trying to think, all of the parades, or no, correction, half of the parades end there, half of them end back at uh, Splash Mountain area. Those are the two entrances and exits, if you guys didn't know that. But as you walk in, we also failed to mention that you walk right under the railroad station, which is back open, and I got to ride it last time I was there. First time since I think it was 2018, the last time my family rode it. And it was so strangely magical to ride it again. It was so weird just to be back on. It was so cool, though. I have a confession. I think I've only ridden that train twice in my entire life. I've but ridden it a few times. There we is, don't do it every time, but... There's a lot of history... Within it, especially the one at Disneyland, but of course we're um, we're focusing on Disney World today. Walt had a very um, big history with trains. He was always just kind of obsessed with it. Almost like a little, almost became like a little side hobby. Um, He had one built in his backyard, just like a little like a toy one that he could just sit on and take a ride around his yard with. And uh, but it's modeled after I'd say like a 1920s steam engine. And he did name it the Lily Bell, named after his wife, Lillian. So there's a little bit of magic for you um, just as you're walking in. The line can get a little long, actually, for it, depending on the day. But um, if you can catch it at the right time, I don't know if I'd say it's a must-do. But if you really want to feel immersed in that whole Main Street show that I was talking about a few minutes ago. Well, that's a great way to do it. it it's has... honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Like it's honestly way underrated for what it is. Like it's also. It's not a must do by any means. But it is underrated. And I think it actually. Might get a little bit busier during the typical nap time too. Because parents are taking their kids on there. And they're just saying we'll take the. 
I don't know how long the trip is actually around. I would guess a good 30 minutes with the stops in there because you've got a few minute stops at each one. Yeah, it's um, it it should get to the, supposedly it gets to the stop every a stop every five to ten minutes. Um, okay. It's a mile and a half to go all the way around. Uh, the stops there's one stop uh kind of behind um Splash Mountain, uh right in between Splash Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, but right next to Splash Mountain, um right next to that queue. Um, then there are two additional train stations, or there's one more. My bad. In Fantasyland, um, it's near the Barnstormer. But usually the um, stations are, they arrive every five to ten minutes. And something I forgot to note, the Lily Bells are most popular, but there are three other engines that run at the Magic Kingdom. One is the Walter E. Disney, named after Walt Disney. The Roy O. Disney, named after Walt's brother. And the Roger E. Rocky. And that's named after the original Imagineer who led the whole railroad, the Disney World Railroad Project, not the Disneyland one. Anyway, yeah. are you ready to move on? Yeah. That's a lot of time spent on the railroad, but there's a lot of good stuff it's about got, it. I was going to say, the railroad, the amount of history it has, I mean, some just things I want to touch on as we're walking through, like I said, they've got the American flag where they do that. Um, the racing and lowering of that every day where they normally have vets that they um, bring up and they give them the flags. You also right there have the Christmas tree and Christmas decorations during that time of year, which oh. are gorgeous. Oh. oh, my goodness. You also have, uh, as you walk in on the left side, for those of you, this is a podcast. I don't know why I was just gesturing with my left hand and the two finger point. Um Yes, I just did that. It is a podcast, so you couldn't see that, but I have to note how sad that just was when I noticed I was doing it. It's fine. You also have, you have guest relations on the left side, and you also have the fire station where at one point in time, where I don't know if there's, I don't honestly know if they still have it. You could do Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom at the firehouse there, uh, which it's not the same as the firehouse in Disneyland is the one that has the old uh, Walt Disney's family suite above it and their uh, residence up there, but it's still kind of magical and special to see that. You also have the stables for all the horses back there. And then you kind of get to the right side. You've got Tony's Town, Tony's Town Square restaurant. Um, back there used to be like a play area. Now it is a meet and greet. You can meet Tank or Mickey Mouse. Uh, in this um we we left something up on uh on entertainment real quick before before yeah. you keep going on this because I completely forgot about it. We can't go without mentioning the Main Street Philharmonic. I don't think we I don't think we mentioned that, did we? The Main Street Philharmonic, so that's the marching band that plays classic Disney films mixed with like uh it's kind of like a ragtime type of thing. They're usually from older Disney movies. Um, however, note that they only play Sunday through Thursday. Um, every once in a while, you'll catch them at Fantasyland, um, as well, but they are primarily Main Street, but continue. Also, that Thank Tony's you, Mark. restaurant. I completely forgot about them. The Tony's restaurant, it's very hit mm -hmm. or miss. Actually, mostly miss. See, 
I've never had a miss. It's one of our family's favorites. I've never had a miss. I thought it's mm. always been consistently good. I'm completely the opposite. Tony's, if you don't know, it's themed after Lady and the Tramp. They have a gorgeous statue of Lady and the Tramp in there. They have Lady it's and the Tramp playing. And it's, I mean, it's a typical Italian food after Bella Note, the restaurant that Lady and the Tramp go to. If you look outside, you can actually see in the movie, they put their paw prints in uh, drying cement. And they actually have that right outside, though often strollers are parked over it. So you can't always see it. But I actually really enjoy the food. My family loves it. It is my sister's like must do, must do, but we really enjoy it. And it's a good place to watch the uh, parades come in and the sunset from, strangely. Why don't we just keep talking? Why don't, why don't we just keep on this food trek and then we'll go into the shopping because my mind's on food now. Then, okay. Tony's, I, it, is, it is a sit down, so you do have to get a reservation yeah. ahead of time. Um, but there are often. That's one that doesn't book out as far in advance as some of the others we'll talk about in a second here. Because uh, they do have a fair amount of seating, which helps, especially more than the plaza, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, and it's not a character like Crystal Palace that we'll also get to. So this is one of the ones that you are in Magic Kingdom. You're more likely to be able to get week of, possibly even day of, if you're lucky. And there's a cancellation in there. Yes. Now, moving down Main Street, if you just keep going right down the corner, the first one you are going to get to after Tony's is the Main Street Bakery, which is the Starbucks location in Magic Kingdom. The yes. line is ridiculously uh, long in the mornings. If you um, go, go, I, I was going to say mornings, bit. yes, long. Mornings are too long, but if you wait till closer to 10 or 11 I know that's late for some coffee people I'm not a coffee person I just enjoy getting a refresher something cold or like a hot chocolate when it is cold down there um and normally it doesn't hold that long of a wait all day and they are pretty they move very quickly through because they know that everyone goes to it uh but it's got a couple little extra treats outside of just the basic normal Starbucks things as well some special Disney Starbucks touches that they have at different times of year I am just partial to some of my typical ones because, really again, just, I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm not either, and this really is mostly just a Starbucks, so you ready to move on? I think most people know what Starbucks is. Oh, I but, was going to bring up their, um, they do have the gray stuff there sometimes. Oh. They have the gray stuff cupcakes there sometimes. Well, get you some gray stuff if you're in there. <laughs> I'm not a coffee that drinker was my at all, so I hardly ever go in there. That was the one thing I noted that sometimes they do have it. So if you don't want to wait at Gaston's or Gaston's doesn't always have it. That's where you go. But you've got the Starbucks bakery and then you go further down on that same right side as you're walking towards the castle and you've hit Plaza ice cream parlor, which they have amazing Sundays and floats. And I'll probably, as this goes up, post a picture of the awesome root beer float I got there last time. It was the 50th special. So I'm guessing it's not there, which is really sad because it had caramel corn on top of it mm. and chocolate chips and whipped cream and peanut butter chips. And it was one of the best root beer floats I've ever had. But they, the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor features uh, Edie's ice cream and you have a bunch of different Sundays floats you can choose from or you can kind of customize your own. We love a good if people are peanut butter and chocolate fans. They, you can customize it and do uh, peanut butter and hot fudge on your Sunday. It's right. good. 
and you this usually is fairly inexpensive if you're looking for something more on the inexpensive side you can usually get out of here for i would say a little less than seven bucks a person maybe unless you like order the kitchen sink um it really is a good fun they do place have this to specialty mm-hmm. yeah i'm telling you if you want it, if you want your magical moment run in here right before fireworks so you can eat your ice cream while standing on main street um but yeah plaza ice cream parlor should we just go ahead and do the plaza restaurant then while we're over right next yeah so i don't know if you've ever done the plaza restaurant we did it a couple years ago and i we were afraid we weren't sure if we would like it and i thoroughly enjoyed it it is a sit down it is such it's a very small cute little restaurant with probably 20 tables tops like mcdonald's dining room but prettier I was going to say, but super, super fancy looking because it is the turn of the century. Beautiful furniture, the gorgeous wallpaper, very ornate chairs, tables, all that. Yeah, Uh, it's American style food. When I was there, I got got a croque um, which is pretty much a fancy hamburger. But they also have a lot of other things. They had really, really, really good green beans. That is such a strange thing to say. But that was something that I thoroughly enjoyed when I was there. I like crispier green beans. I don't like mushy ones. I hate green beans altogether. So we're just going to disagree on the food today. It's fine. But their menu changes, as my family discovered, because we were going to try to go there again, because we all loved it so much. And the menu was completely different. So that's one thing to look at if you enjoy it. Um. Double check the menu before you go again next time. Good to know, because I actually don't know if I have eaten here before, now that I think about like, it. We hadn't eaten there till it, it's been since COVID. It might have been fall of 21 that we were there, I think, because masks were still required inside when we went. That's why I'm trying to do the math in my head of when it was. But it was really good food. I really enjoyed it. Service was awesome. Everyone there was so sweet. It was very, very, they got the food out very quickly, all warm, awesome. Everything was right. Just the menu changed and we were so depressed. None of the stuff we liked was left on the menu. Not that we didn't think we would love the new stuff, but I am a relatively picky eater. So, and my sister is a little less picky than I am. And we had enjoyed the stuff before so much that we were very disappointed. Well, go, let's go to a place where we're never disappointed. Are you ready? Are you ready to go to a place where we're never disappointed? At least some. I have. Um, I don't either. But go ahead. Well, based off of the Casey at the Bat story, you head right across from that ice cream parlor of glory and go to Casey's Corner. This is my nostalgic place on Main Street. It's iconic. You can get a plain hot dog here or you can sp- Spice things up. Now, Sydney's not a hot dog person, but luckily you have an I hot dog aficionado from, like, from Chicago here ready to explain this all to you. The big Here's the most popular snack there is probably corn dog nuggets. Corn dog nuggets, it's kind now of that. those my sister loves. It's like that kind of that must get on Main Street. Um, everybody loves the corn dog nuggets. 
and they they have specialty hot dogs and stuff. But it's really like your classic kind of ballpark theme park food. Um, they do have tables if you kind of go at it off time, which I suggest. They have tables outside, like on the patio, where you can get a seat, and it's a nice place to just kick back and relax and kind of take in the views of Main Street. It's right all the way down at the end. And if you're there at certain times of day, they have the piano player out. They do take requests sometimes, but oh my word, they just sit there and listen to the piano, watch him, listen to him play old Disney tunes, some random things. I came across a video recently that someone requested Fantasmic, and he was like, okay, just took off playing the Fantasmic music. Like it was something he did every single day. And he's so, they, because there are a few of them, are so well versed in just the music. I think there are, there are at least four, probably five of piano players that go throughout the week. I'm not quite sure, but oh my word, they're awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this, this is a really good place to grab a snack. Um, if you, you are looking for your kind of classic theme park food, I mean, it's all good. When I say theme park food, I don't mean like your local county fair grease factory. It's, it's good food, but Yes, it's it's class, and then when the piano player is out, it's just a little extra special. Hey, we got one more place to go. Which is something that I've been dying to do for years, but I have not gotten to. I was supposed to do it You've never in 2020. never Crystal Palace? Okay, so I've never been to Crystal Palace because we don't do seafood, and that's what they have for, they have a lot of seafood for their lunch and dinners. At least they used to, so we didn't do it. Oh, I looked at their menu. They have more, more seafood. I mean, they have good seafood options, but man, can I tell you about their prom? That's rib? what they're known for. Can I tell you a... about their prom rib? We're so picky. The thing is, we would go for breakfast, and I was supposed to be there for breakfast for my 20th birthday in 2020, and then the park shut down. Eeyore is my favorite character. It's a phenomenal breakfast, too. One of those where we don't tend to do breakfast when we're in the parks, because we would rather do a lunch or a dinner and be able to get the things done when people are doing breakfasts like I would we would love to do it sometime but it's takes up so much it could take up so much of the day too so that's why we tend not to do it but it is Winnie the Pooh and Friends it's a buffet style with American style food breakfast lunch and dinner uh I believe lunch and dinner have slightly varying menus but pretty similar breakfast obviously is very different but yeah like I've only heard good things about it oh it's a phenomenal place and like i'm bummed out but this is kind of i'm and this is i don't know if this is a hot take or not i think it's just more that it doesn't have as much unique options it does have some but magic kingdom tends to actually kind of rank lower on my if you're going to a park for the foods it it's it just doesn't go up to par with epcot or animal kingdom in my opinion but okay well nothing comes this, up to epcot but Ep- that's part of epcot but yeah well anyway this it it is really it's probably my favorite sit down in magic kingdom um again you have the winnie the pooh characters like she said uh the architecture it's so pretty in there um it's actually inspired by victorian greenhouses um like that 1800s um but it's it's very pretty again go for breakfast if you're a picky eater yes i mean i couldn't think of a better way to start off your day at magic kingdom um than doing that but man yeah 
I have some early memories at this place. Uh, ate it here last last May, I think it was, is when I ate here last, and um, went there for lunch. It was it was phenomenal. It was really good. Like I said, it was something we had planned to do, and then we yes. just haven't gotten. Oh wait, to do I it forgot about one then. other thing. I forgot about one other food place. The confectionery. Oh, I had that under shops. I was going to get to that next. Hey, let, let's let's move into shops then. I don't even know if we're going to get to Liberty Liberty Square. This I'm having fun talking about Main Street. Get that in the beginning, and it'll be a surprise for everyone when they get an extra week of us explaining Magic Kingdom and breaking down all the awesome areas, especially. We, we thought we would be able to combine the two because there aren't a lot of attractions and things, but also it's the history that Main Street has that we underestimated the amount of time it would take to go over all those. And we haven't even touched on a lot of the smaller things yet. I've got a couple other notes coming up. But yeah, so let's move on to the confectionery. And they've got all the sweet treats, all the snacks you could ever want. I also have some awesome pictures I took here last time. They have specialty treats throughout the year. They've got your typical candy apples, marshmallows, Rice Krispie treats, all Mickey shaped, of course. Uh, well, correction, the candy apples are Tigger shaped, Mickey shaped. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just love it. I love going there. I mean, if you want to, it smells good in there. And I mean, it's really, it's just like kind of a classic sweet shop. Um, you don't go in here and sit down and eat, but. Classic sweet shop. Are you ready to uh, you ready to move on here? Uh, yeah. So the next one, or I've got some of the other shops on here. The largest one is the Emporium, and mm -hmm. like I kind of hinted at, I think it was last week's. I am a, I'm not a big shopper, but I enjoy shopping at Disney. I don't buy a lot. Like I have collections of certain things that I plan to buy when I go to the parks. Now, I don't always uh, by any means, but we've got the Emporium that's got uh, right now, it, it the middle area was a 50th themed area. I don't know what it is now because I haven't been back since, mm -hmm. but you also have all the kitchen things you could want. It's split up between um, men's, women's, adults, children's in there. They've got all the Boys. little knickknacks and gadgets toys yeah there's one area that's almost dedicated to whatever theming is going on like during christmas time they have a whole area dedicated to just christmas stuff yeah it's really awesome and then across big, the street it's big and it's crowded usually oh very 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 crowded some of those things you can find at other parks some of them you can't and i would suggest uh, checking on the shop disney app and you can see if you can find it in other places or if it's too busy you can just if it's not too busy, you can ask a cast member, see if you can find it later on the trip. Uh, they can double check that for you at any store at any of the parks. If you ever want to know, if you ever don't want to buy it that day and have it sent to the hotel, wait, you're debating buying it, you can see if it'll be at other parks. Now, there's no guarantee that it will always be there in the size you need by the time you get there. However, you can check and see if they have it there at that moment. You also have kind of going up that way off of the Emporium, you have the barber shop. All the shops, but it's really an experience. Main Street is really just 
full of everything. <laughs> I don't know about you. I have gotten my hair cut here when I was little. I was going Never to get my hair cut here. You get pixie dusted and everything. Oh my goodness, I love it. I remember when I was younger and I got it cut there. My sister got her hair cut there. I remember my dad getting his hair cut there. Um, when that was one of the things I planned to do was going to be for my birthday. I was going to go get my hair cut there when I was down there before COVID. Obviously, was about to get that done, and then COVID shut me down the week before my birthday. Thanks COVID, but. I really, I've done that when I was younger. It's so cute. They're so awesome. They're, they're fully trained. They're amazing. Well, you also, oh, I was going to continue on here. You have the chapter. They do sing. Well, so this is where, yes. this is where you get your. No, 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 no. They closed that down. Get the That's all fingers. popcorn now. Oh, we'll let it this where the out. the sign for the chapeau is? We'll edit this out. Do they sell the jewelry shop there? The Uptown Jewelers? Yes. Another store they have is they have the Uptown Jewelers and they carry a broad selection of jewelry, handbags, art, uh, everything you can imagine in that realm. They have some upscale stuff. They have some um, toned down stuff. If, you're, if you need an engagement ring last minute, this is your place. Uh, well, that's an interesting way to put it, Mark. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm not a jewelry guy. I'm just wrong. explaining the uptown jewelers. <laughs> Uptown Jewelers also has lounge slides as well as uh, some of the fancy, oh my goodness, I'm blanking, the Disney dresses that I love. I would love to have them that are very dapper, but I don't have any. You also, just along that area, right, you've got kind of the, right now it's the vintage shop area. And you also, we forgot to mention at the confectionery, if you go up to where the Mickey ears used to be, you can get uh, caramel popcorn or, well, any kind of popcorn you want, and you can make a popcorn mix up there now, which always smells amazing. Are we ready to get into some hidden gems of the little yes. secrets? Okay, good. I, I got a few. I'll let so, you go first. We'll see what all we, because we don't talk about this beforehand in terms of, like, we both come in, or we all come in, with whatever fun facts and things we have and find. Uh, so I will be curious to see what we both have and what you found and what I have. Yeah. So as you go down Main Street, take a look at some of the windows. They're the, they're the windows on the, um, I'd say, like, the second and third stories of the Main Street buildings. On each window, you'll see names. And those are people who were responsible for building Magic Kingdom. And, um, and some, some of them, of them have also been added. Mm -hmm. Some are actually like references to like corporations used by Disney when, and um, some are like inside jokes from Imagineers. But the final window on Main Street is Waltz. Um, and then, of course, you got 
Um, the window on the back side of the last building on the right, um, that one's dedicated to Roy. Yeah, they have some awesome history in there. I believe some of them have been added and updated since then as well. And they're even updating some of the ones uh, over at uh, Hollywood Studios too about Imagineers and cast members who have made a big impact. And they've done that with a few of them in Magic Kingdom as well over the years. Just cast members, Imagineers have had a large impact, whether it's been on the park, some of them in animation, different areas like that. I believe Harper Goff has one. Don't quote me on that. I forgot to check that, but I believe he does as he was one of the main Imagineers for uh, planning Main Street, which is why it's after Fort Collins. He's the one that did that. You also, as you're walking down, have the casting door, which is a really special place for, for cast members, especially to go take the picture. I had that picture, um, sadly not with my name tag in my hand, but I do have that picture where you get to take a picture and it says casting agency and I had written down, but don't see the quote, but that's a really special place that just like not everyone notices it. You'll tend to walk right past it, but it's special for the people who know it's there. Gotcha. Um, I got another secret for you. Um, if you notice at the sidewalks along Main Street are red. That serves the purpose that Walt Disney wanted to quite literally like roll out the red carpet for his guests. And that's the purpose that the red sidewalks serve. Um, Disney actually worked with Kodak to make sure that like it was just the perfect shade of red. Um, really, so you could just get the perfect pictures in front of the castle and such. But yeah, that's the purpose and meaning behind the red sidewalks. Do you have any more? Uh, I only have one more about the fun, like little facts, and that's about the plaque as you actually enter into Main Street under the railroad station, which is here you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. And that's what Walt wanted is you went through those gates and you kind of went under and you come out and all of a sudden you're transported into this world that we've been talking about for 45 minutes now of why it's so magical and why it's impacted us. And I think like Main Street kind of speaks for itself a little bit in there. And obviously we're not done. We're still gonna have, have Liberty uh, Square after this and one more, but this is kind of how we ended up recording the order. But I think Main Street just kind of explains why Disney is so magical in itself. You've got the hubgrass that you can go sit on and stare at the castle, watch the shows, eat your ice cream from Plaza Ice Cream. and there is something that can't be described or just the magic you feel sitting there surrounded by all the joy that you feel there. I think that I can take a seat on a bench or something on Main Street and just watch people turn that corner for the first time and see the castle. And watching kids' faces just light up as they 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 make that turn and the trolley car is going down and they have the castle is right up there with the sun rising above it and all that's just happening and you have the music the smells and you see the girls in their little cinderella dresses with just the biggest smiles on their faces and i think that's why so many people even like to start 
at the Magic Kingdom so often, even though, you know, you go on Monday and it's the busiest day of the week for Magic Kingdom. I don't know how else you'd want to start your Disney vacation than by doing that. Oh, uh, yeah, I agree. I'm getting, as Mark was saying that, I'm getting choked up a little bit, but, and it's funny, I honestly, I'm very blessed to not, this is silly, this is going to sound, I'm blessed to not remember my first time there in my memory necessarily of walking in and seeing that because I have been going my whole life kind of like we haven't been we're not there all the time we haven't lived down there but we have gone throughout my life but I remember that feeling walking into Disneyland last summer and I was very surprised at how emotional I got walking in there of Mark obviously is probably not as emotional as me but I'll be curious to see what you say coming back from there because as much as funny enough the castle is so much smaller and it's a little underwhelming there's something to be said about walking in and seeing the fire station with the eternal flame going above it mm -hmm. and like seeing and walking going this is where not that I mean Walt didn't walk in Disney World the same so that reminded me of Disneyland and getting kind of like the magic of there too but just it's there's something special like you said about just seeing all the little kids faces as they come in it brings, oh, it's so joyful. It's amazing. Okay, Sydney, before we move on, we do have one final thing that we need to talk about. If you know what I mean. As the park comes, what is it? the sun starts setting, oh. we have happily ever after. Insert the music here so that you guys can really hear it. It's it's the perfect way to end the night at Disney. I mean, actually, it's not the perfect way to end the night at Magic Kingdom because the perfect way to end the night at Magic Kingdom is seeing the fireworks, then and go and enjoying the rest of the park after everybody leaves. But and then seeing the kiss, and then you got to see the kiss goodnight at the end. There is there's two parts to this. Oh my goodness, can I go? Yeah, go ahead. I'll let you take this. Happily one. ever show okay so i've had lots of favorite fireworks shows as we get and uh, not lots wishes came before those the ones i we grew up with was wishes and happily ever after were the biggest uh wishes was wonderful i enjoyed it but when they incorporated and at or well changed and flipped over to happily ever after they started doing the projections on the castle and i'll let you talk about like the new updates because i haven't seen it since it it came back Just we did have ago. we did have whatchamacallit in there which was like I watched it once. That was enough. What, what was it? Enchantment? I thought it was you, decent. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. I saw I it once. I was only down the there. On Different opinion, but that's because I love Happily Ever After so much. I thought they dropped the ball more. I mean, I do too. Um, but I, oh my goodness, Happily Ever After makes me want to cry. Uh, this is another one where I'm going to reminisce about DCP for a second which I try not to do in every episode for the record. That's just a lot of my Disney story. Um, and this was something that, oh, I'm going to cry like a baby the first time I see it back because I haven't seen it since March 15, 2020. And I was standing there holding hands with all of my cast member friends and we were all a mess. And like Bob Iger was there, um, uh, Josh. Uh, Tomorrow. Tomorrow, thank you, was like in the parks with us. All these people were in the parks with us, which spoke volumes too by the way at the time but it was something where that's the last memory i have of it and i was the first when it came back so when they brought it back and they did the show of it 
I remember texting you with pictures and I was live watching the live stream on my iPad and computer and like I'm texting you pictures I had my Mickey ears on and I was like bawling and then I watched the final when they had like the final show and they were going to switch it over to Enchantment for the 50th with no word if this was going to come back after and I cried like a baby like I was so so just heartbroken that they were taking it away because it is such an amazing show the the fireworks are awesome they're awesome effects on the castle the music is amazing hercules good distance is one of my absolute favorites and that's kind of the pinnacle of the show you've got so many classic characters so many new characters it speaks to every single person and generation that's there in terms of the music and the movies they covered you've got the toy story and the pixar in there you've got the love story you've got the pirates music in the back with the villains oh it's so good Oh, sorry. Now I'll let you talk. I'm I'm off of my high horse and my like fangirling moment over a fireworks show. Just don't mind me over here. It's fine. Well, anybody who knows me knows that Fantasmic has kind of my heart as far as the my favorite nighttime show. But I mean that does not discount this show. I mean it it is the music's phenomenal. Um, I mean she covered it. She hit all the bases, but. Um, I will say something that she doesn't know, or at least hasn't gotten to experience yet, well, is... I know the, it, I haven't gotten to experience, yeah. The new projections that are on Main Street. So, the last time I actually watched this was a couple weeks ago, I guess. Um, and I put myself in the middle of Main Street right outside the Emporium. And that way I could get a glimpse of the new additions that were on the side of the buildings. I would recommend doing it once every other time. Get as close to the front as the castle as you can. I mean, the castle and um, the castle projections are the most impressive. Those are the ones you want to watch the most. But there's a lot of really cool details in here. Um, there's one in particular, the one that was my favorite is uh, during I See the Light, during when that song's happening, in each of the windows, you can see the princess and dancing with the print, like whatever boy goes along with them. So um, you see Rapunzel and Flynn dancing in the window. Um, you see Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, um, and Prince Charming. And sorry if that's like a spoiler for you, but that's just one thing that I'd be like, look out for that one, because that was my favorite uh, projection that I saw on the wall. Uh, of course, next time I go, um, which I've actually only seen it once since it came back. It only came back a few weeks ago. Um, but the next time I go, I'm ready to get straight up to the front of that castle and see it, see it just a little bit closer and, you know, you know, take all that in because I, I miss the show as well. I, I did miss it. When I'm there at Thanksgiving, I think I'm going to try to do two nights over there at Magic Kingdom when my family's there. I know we'll have one night there, and I might try to hop over another night to watch it. Um, but I feel like one of the nights, the first night is going to be me taking some videos, but also taking it all in, and we'll see what I post just because I'm taking it in. And I'll probably take videos and post it after on the stories, and this is obviously months out. But I feel like the second night, it's just going to be, I'm going to take videos of me reacting the whole time, and I'm going to be a sobbing mess. Because I haven't watched it since 2020, so it will have been 
over three years by the time I see it again. And it is one of my favorite shows. And the music, like I said, we'll insert it. Mark played it, but I'm going to insert a little clip of it just because it's too awesome to not. Magical. Well, like I said, the kiss goodnight ends out the whole night, which is an extra little piece of magic at the end, right at park close time. Yeah. Welcome to the magic. I think you just saw all of our love for the parks come out in that one. I don't know if we'll get that kind of. This might we'll be the most emotional episode that we <laughs> yeah, got at yet. Least of, at least of a, I mean, it's so a randomly emotional one. I don't think either of us expected it to hit us in an emotional spot because it's breaking down Main Street. I know I didn't expect to get emotional mm. or anything. And I know that Sky but... would have been crying right along with you during that. So oh, yeah, I know. I missed, I missed my other half today with that. She'll be back soon, we promise. I don't know where. Yes. If you see her out on the streets, tell her we're looking for her. <laughs> yeah, help us find her. She's going missing. She's MIA. Yeah, but uh, no, she's actually doing just fine, and she'll be back yeah. with us soon. Um, but hey, I'm glad that I was able to make it on again. Oh, my. Thanks for not leaving me alone to just break this down by myself. I would have missed so much without you. So thank you. Uh, and no thank problem. you guys so much for listening today. Don't forget to go follow us on Instagram at World of Diz Podcast and give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify or wherever you're listening. Again, thank you so much. And we hope you have a truly magical week. Bye, y'all.